Hello, podcast listeners. This is the Brendan Brown's Collections of Facts and Theories podcast show. And today, I just wanted to talk to you guys about how I was just looking at Mortal Kombat story mode. Well, not story mode, the ending for Fujin. That Fujin ending is so amazing. He just wants everyone to be at peace. Even the ending has, like, him with the Last Supper. <laughs> and um, it was kind of funny referencing the Bible. <laughs> I just noticed that when I first played the game. And, um, it's August, so hooray. Like I said, my last podcast is August 3rd, the 2nd. And, um, I'm just really excited that this month is August. Video games will be coming out. Month of gaming trailers, everything. Um, not really that much to really say about this episode, but. I just really want to do a podcast today. I know the Shy usually premieres every Sunday. The Shy is a good TV show. I mean, really excellent. Besides all the cursing, I don't really like the cursing because I'm a man of God. Because I just don't like cursing. But my parents always tell me that's what life is, and life is like that. But some people don't curse. But you know, not most, but probably like the majority loves to curse. So you know, in the real world. That's why in the shy this explains and breakdowns how the street life is and how life is in the streets and everything and it's it's not all gangster up and stuff, but you have to watch it to really learn yourself from season one to season three, but it's amazing. And um I know I know y'all probably like Brendan Brown, why are you watching this mess? Why are you watching The Shy, which has people killing up people? And no, it's not people killing up people. Mm-mm. It's a show that talks about how life is in Chicago. And not just that, but how life is in these other states besides where I live in, in South Carolina. How they're fast. Not every state is fast now. but You know, some states are fast. Like, um, California got gangs at a young age. Um, Chicago, like I used for example, got gangs at a young age. Um, New York, places like that, them bad places, cities and stuff, more gangs, more cities, yes, and, um, it's dangerous, because it would be horrific that people just die at, at the hands of a person with a gun, and, you know what, thank you, Jesus, I'm just glad I had that mind, because God just gave me the idea just now, and it came to my mind, Guns, as black men, if any of you podcast listeners are black men, or black women, but mostly black men in general, all black men, or black young men who are listening to this podcast, listen closely now. Stop trying to kill each other by using the guns. Guns will not do anything. Like how my grandmother and my family always says, our people got to stop killing each other. We have to stop killing each other. Now, this this goes out to you you young and older black men who are listening to this podcast. But in general, anyway, in general of anyone, but I'm mostly talking to the black community. The black male community. Black men. Our black men. If y'all listening closely, do not kill anybody. They get on your nerve, oh well, you don't shoot them. That's ignorance. Why would you shoot somebody because they get on your nerve? 
And some people shoot for drugs and stuff. Oh my goodness. Oh, drugs, drugs. He didn't get my drugs. Or the highest pimp. The highest pimp, the highest, yeah, the highest pimp. Who's like the CEO of all the drugs. And he's like the head man. And he's telling you like all those stuff. And like, darn, man, like, I don't know. Do you better get my money or something like that? If you don't give them the money, they're going to shoot you and kill you. Like, that's ignorance. But we, we, the black community got to change. We, as all of us, the black community, they all, we all got to change, you know. And um, us black men, we can, we got to stick together because we've been through a lot. Like how my grandmother said, and my mother said, and my father, but especially my mother and grandmother and aunt. We've been through a lot to try to get our equal rights. John Lewis, for example. Um, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, um, what else could I think of? Gandhi, well not Gandhi, Gandhi did his own race, but that's an example of helping his own race. But like Martin Luther King, John Lewis, Malcolm X, President Obama, all these people trying to connect everybody, trying to get everybody equal rights. And black men are trying to kill each other. Because before all this, back in the older days with, you know, Martin Luther King and everything, we were all free. Now, we all, we don't got to worry about segregation. No more of that. We still got racism problems now, but it ain't as bad as how it was back then. Because back then, like how my grandmother said and my aunt, they used to, white people used to hit Hurt black people, hit them, hit the black woman, black man, anybody, the police, all are mostly white, and just, well, yeah, back then, only white people could became police, and they knock everybody out and hit everybody, just like John Lewis, if you search him up right now on Google or anything, it will tell you about how John Lewis went to jail for a good thing, he did a good thing, and you know what he did? He wanted free rights, he was a civil rights activist before he became the all we know congressman John Lewis before he was John Lewis he was civil rights activist John Lewis when he was very young and y'all can see his mugshot pictures even his pictures that um show him when he was younger even through the age, ages excuse me ages not ages <laughs> but um yeah and um John Lewis tried to free everybody from racial justice, especially black people. And all this work this man done, all this work Martin Luther King did, and now look at the modern times, 1990s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s. Black men are trying to kill each other. Why? Ask me this question. Why? Answer me this question. Why are we killing each other? Why? It makes no sense. It makes no sense at all. It makes no sense at all. You know, I have a friend named Jeremiah. He's black and I'm black. We don't kill. We don't want to kill each other. Even if we don't get along with each other. And he might say, oh, well, I agree on... What this person say, and I agree on what this person say, me. Now, if I say, I agree on what this person say, and Jeremiah say, what do you agree on that person say, and we don't get along with that, guess what? We're not going to shoot each other and get mad and shoot each other. 
We just know that we have different opinions. So we can't do that. We got to stick for each other. Me and Jeremiah, we got to stick for each other because we're African-Americans. Because in the time we live in now, it is just evil. Not every white person, because I'm not being offended and no white people, and any podcasters that are white, I'm not being rude because white people are nice too, and all races are nice, but some white people are prejudiced. So you got to be careful nowadays. Because they can they can be rude and racist and hurt you and call you um the N word and everything. And even with Jeremiah, I'm not gonna leave him like that. I gotta look out for him because he's African American like me. He's my skin tone, my skin color. We should look out for each other. And that's a good example how I used for how us as African American boys need to look out for each other. And men too. And young men. My brother, my brother don't do that mess. My older brother used to be in the streets. Now he's starting to change now. And I haven't saw him in a while, but I believe he's fully changed by my prayers I prayed for, for him to change. And he doesn't do that mess with his friends. I mean, with all his friends, he never did that before. Actually, before he even changed, he never used to do that. So, that's what I'm trying to say. Thank you, Jesus, for helping me say this to these podcasters. But that's what I'm trying to say. Because this podcast episode wasn't even planned. I just came out of the blue talking about this. Talking about this. Ain't this something? I started out talking about Fujin from Mortal Kombat to now going about politics about the black community. We, as a black community, have to stick together. My grandmother even told me, heck, knowing this out of speech, out of subject, my grandmother told me that um, Brennan, you don't probably got to be a CEO. You might can be a congressman or probably a president of the United States or something in the politics because, Brennan, you like politics and history and you know how to speak. Because I told her my personality type says that we can speak and I'm an INFJ, which means introverted, intuitive feeling, judgment. And um, Martin Luther King had that same personality type and... Congressman John Lewis Before he died, you know <laughs> He um had that um, um I just forgot Oh, there we go INFJ, yeah mm-hmm. And um I believe I will be A CEO, but I don't know, because God could allow me a congressman. I do believe God could change me into being a congressman, somebody who's in the politics, or even being a vice president, being Jeremiah, Jer- Jeremiah Patterson's right-hand man. My grandmother even said, I might be the president and Jeremiah might be the vice, but in my own thinking, speaking of politics-wise, I believe I might be the vice, while Jeremiah might be the head president, and I'll be his right-hand man when it comes to things. And, um... I I enjoy politics and history, but like it's not my it's not my passion. But I could say it's a whole hobby. So even if I got the job as being a politics person or anything, I would enjoy it. I would enjoy it, and I wouldn't say I hate it. Nor do I don't like it because I enjoy politics and history. I mean, I speak of it like that on my podcast or in real like when I'm off the podcast. But, um, I, I speak, so, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, the black community, we gotta change, man. We gotta all stick together. But the good thing is, is that now no one's killing each other, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing. We're all together now because we're standing up for our lives now. Black Lives Matter. And it's a good thing that we all can stick together. Not just the black community coming together again, but for all races to come together and to do Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter for these three people who died. Breonna Taylor, Armand Murray, and George Floyd. And now especially we're going to even protest more because of John Lewis' death. And like how Obama said, John Lewis did have children, and those children are children now who are protesting to be just like John Lewis, the future congressmen, and I can't even know the other words about politics. I think it's only congressmen, positions for politics in the House, White House, but um, like how Obama said, yeah, that, the future children. And um, Obama... Did a great job for real. Like how I said in my last podcast episode, he did do a great job on his speech. I mean, all presidents did it good, all three of them. But, you know, Obama did it very well. Just very well, very well. And now, ever since that, I believe that put a big impact on the world. And I am so grateful for it. So grateful. So grateful. And... It's just an honor that we had President Obama as our President of the United States. I just hope that we have a wonderful second black president to see because it would be a great impact and change and honor. Because if Jeremiah becomes our second black president, or if I do, whoever does, I don't know who, but whoever becomes the second black president, I hope they do a wonderful job, just like Obama, but even better. I mean, I'm not trying to say Obama's bad. Obama is good, too. But it'll be good to see somebody do better than the others, because it's a good thing. You need upgrades, just like with, uh, for example, like a TV or something, upgrade. So, upgrade, just like a president. Upgrade when a new black president comes, he needs to be an upgrade to President Obama. If you get what I'm trying to say, and um, that's what I was thinking. Last night, no, the night before last, I watched Brusco Poet. Brusco Poet was interviewed on a podcast by True Underdog. If you look on YouTube. You'll see a true underdog, Breast Poet guest. It was great because Breast Poet got to talk about Mortal Kombat and his passion. I realized that Breast Poet is just like me. He got his inspiration from a friend, just like how I got mine. Now I'm explaining his and I'll explain my origin of how I start this podcast and how he made his origin of starting his YouTube channel when he was interviewed on that podcast two nights ago. Now, he said it all started, and I remember he told me on his live stream as well. Because he live streams Monday, Wednesday, Saturdays, 12 o'clock Pacific time. But in Easter time, it's 3 o'clock. But let me talk back. I'm sorry about this. But um, he did say his origin came from his classmate or friend in middle school. He made a YouTube channel. And so he's been watching his YouTube channels for a while. For like that first or like a few weeks or like that. 
And he started liking it, so he wanted to make his own YouTube channel. And it was basically about stuff, just anything. He just did it for funsies, like how he said in his own words. He said funsies. And um, after that, he said eventually he did Brass Poe Productions. Because the name Brass Poe came from Xbox because he used to play Xbox 360 back then. And... um. Because at the time, it was only 2012 when he started at first, and then 2014, I said. And um, online, he had an online name, and the online name gave him Brass Poet something, something with numbers. And he just said, that's where your name, Brass Poet. And then he just did it, and he picked the name. And Brass Poet actually means, you know, brusque and poet are two separate words. So Brass means mean, angry, and poet means, you know, a poet. So he said, I'm not a Brass nor a poet. I'm a breast poet. That's what he said. He was so laughing at that. He couldn't even repeat it again because he was so laughter at funny. He was so fun. He was just laughing at it. And um, yeah, he enjoyed that. And um, he did say that he did breast pull productions. He said he didn't like it because it was so horrible. Was saying breast pull productions, and then eventually, like two or three years later, he made it into this breast poet. And um. Now he's been come. He's a famous guy. Cause now for YouTube now, or Mortal Kombat wise, content creator. Cause he grew up watching on Cage Games and other people. Cause they inspired him. I remember the first person who I watched who was a Mortal Kombat content creator, or lore guy, was actually History Behind a Warrior. Then I watched Br- Brass Poet. Then I watched on Cage Games, Dynasty. I watched around the same time I watched History Behind the Warrior. True Underdog, I didn't watch till like this last year or in 2018. And then Caboose, I didn't watch till this year. So the first lore guy was History Behind the Warrior. Second lore guy was Brass Poe. Because there were only two lore Mortal Kombat content creators. Because everyone else isn't lore. Everyone else is just content creators. But like everyone is a good content creator who, who I just mentioned. Everyone is all good. And one thing I can say, though, Brass Poet is very critical when he talks about anything. He is critical. He doesn't care. He just say it. And one thing I don't like, he always got to be critical because he always has to say the wrong thing about somebody. Like, for example, this person wrong. His is behind the word wrong. Everyone's not wrong. If you listen, you might can take in something. That's what he got to realize. Just watching this video behind the word, you might can learn something new. Oh, I don't want to the new. I don't because on his live stream he said I don't watch history around the world because people were commenting. He said I don't watch it because it's just that um, history around the world is a lore guy and I'm a lore guy. Why should I learn something new from him if I already do lores and I know the character? Because I'll just be like, oh, I never knew that about Sub Zero. That's what he was like, and I I said to myself, why? Why fuss about it? Because. You can be learning something from him. I learned a lot from History Behind the Warrior with Mortal Kombat lore. Because he didn't start, History Behind the Warrior didn't start till 2015. His first video was like, three videos were like based on Mortal Kombat trailers. Then his fourth video was his own video about Scorpion. And then I watched even that then, the old ones. Now he had it remastered for Mortal Kombat 11. Because he remastered the, um, the history behind the characters, you know. The history of, you know, characters. And, um... He remastered Scorpion, Liu Kang, and you know, etc., etc. He remastered all the characters for their histories. Because he, all he talked about was their history from MK1 to MKX at the time then. But now with the remastered ones, it's from MK1 to MK11. 
which she should have already did all those remasters around like from 2019 of last year to 2020 of this year. And, um, oh gosh, my throat. I mean, not my throat, my tongue is so dry, you know, guys. But, um, yeah, back to the story with Brux Poet. I mean, a Brux Poet, History Around the World. Yeah, he didn't start out until that. And, um, I just thought that History Behind the Warrior was just very excellent and very good at what he does. And, um, he's great. And if Brass Poet listens to History Behind the Warrior, he might can learn something and make his own lore even better about stuff. He thinks that Brass Poet thinks that History Behind the Warrior gets his lore stuff from Wikipedia. He thinks, though. He said he doesn't know so, but he thinks so. He he said he wasn't trying to be rude or nothing about him, but he said he thinks so because he um he said his lore came from different stuff. And, um, he said ain't no way he made up these lore. He said the only way how these lore came up is from probably from Wikipedia, and he said Wikipedia is nothing good to use, which Wikipedia isn't nothing good to use because Wikipedia can lie, but. It depends on what you're on because I use Wikipedia and it tells the truth. So it depends on what it is because most of the time it usually tells the truth about what it's talking about. And um, another thing I can probably say is that um, that's it basically because I got to go back to my origin story. I told you guys as well, guys. Yeah, back to the story of Breast Poet origin and my origin. I already finished his origin. But when my origin came from listening to Jeremiah's podcast, because I knew Jeremiah in middle school too, just like how he knew his friend middle school and YouTube channel, now with me podcasting. I watched Jeremiah. I listened to his podcasting, podcast show, excuse me. And his podcast episodes are awesome. We're awesome. Well, I don't want to say we're awesome. They still are awesome, but I don't know why. My vocabulary, the way I say we're awesome. But they are awesome now. They are awesome. And um, I've really enjoyed his podcast. And I just said, because when the pandemic started, I said, well, shouldn't I make my own podcast? Because I was thinking about it since the end of February before the virus even hit that hard. And um, I was like, I should make my podcast. I was in middle school saying I should make my podcast because I was in eighth grade. And um. I made a podcast, and I said, well, I'm going to start my first episode. I was going to make the pilot, and the pilot was going to be the Batman. I mean, no, hold up. The pilot was going to be the pilot, but I changed the title to the Batman Arkham Theory because at the time then, I was talking about the Batman Arkham game and what it's going to be. I'm still trying to, I'm still making episodes about it now because we still don't know what the game is yet until the end of this year probably, or even this month, because they say it should be a DC fandom, so, we'll all figure this out by the time it's the end of August, but, for now, it's still a leak to me, but at the time, then, it was still a leak, so, yeah, so that's why I said, I made my first podcast episode on that, and I made my trailer, and, um, I did very good with it, and, 
my mom said, why you did the podcast? I told her because Jeremiah inspired me and um, he's a good person. I told, Je- I told him that Jeremiah is enthusiastic. The way he talks in his episodes make you want to listen. Make you just want to sit and be calm. That's why I say introverts are good people. Introverts are very amazing at what they do. And I'm an ambivert, so I'm both introvert and extroverted. But um, I'm mostly introvert. Because my parents are... My mom's introvert, my dad's extrovert. So I guess put them together, make a baby, which is me, and I'm the ambivert. I got to slice down. I'm introvert and an extroverted. So I'm mostly introvert, but I'm a little bit extroverted too. Just took the personality test. And it changed and it said that now I'm more introverted than extroverted. But I still believe I'm both because I act like an introvert and an extrovert. And see, one thing they say is that introverts and extroverts can't really tell how you can't really relate to ambivert because they act like both of them at the same time. So, yeah. Because I can still be around a bunch of people, but at the same time, I still want my personal space and my own time to myself. Like, what I'm doing now, my podcast, now that I'm the only one in the house. So, yeah. And, um, yeah, I've been doing my podcast ever since March 21st. That was the first day, and I'm going to try to get to my first year next year. If God spare a life to see 2021. March 21, 2021, hey, guys, I just did it on 21, so that means next year will be 2021, which means that it will be on March 21, 2021, so yeah, that's it, podcast listeners, for today, and I just wanted to explain that, and um, that's it for today, just want to explain my origin and his origin, and that's it, so have a blessed day.